We were having the hardest time figuring out what song to use for this movie because it it was either like synth string and drums and Murray sat down and just said, "Mama, can I go out and kill the night?" And yeah, I was like, that's, wow. an, "That's an important part of this movie. It's it's so absolutely fitting." I actually think the song, even though it came out 15 years earlier, was written for that this movie. It might have been. I think a young, old Glenn Danzig. I feel like I think he vision quested. Yeah, exactly. The future, and he wrote that song about this that movie. that same uh, desert brooding picture we saw tonight on the Sinhite. What's it called? Sam Hain. Sam Hain uh, three album where they're just in the desert and a fire. I'm pretty sure he went on journey. That but, also inspired Burning Man. That also inspired Burning. Dan's like, what man? You're just killing it, killing mm. it. Such a great. Mm. Such speaking a great. of killing it. Speaking of killing it, we're gonna get back into this movie. We've gone one Worst second into this movie. title ever, I want to point out. <laughs> Undefeatable. Undefeatable. I, it, just, it doesn't, it's clumsy. It's, I, I, first, I mean, I know it, I guess it is a real word, but doesn't it sound like it's somehow grammatically incorrect? I don't think it is a real word because every time I wrote it anywhere, every autocorrect was like, no, <laughs> this is, don't. I keep, I keep wanting to say unbeatable, which makes sense. Yeah. But it's undefeatable. And it, it that doesn't even make sense because the fucking like tournament. Well, it, nothing makes sense as far as the, uh, as this movie. I'm just saying, like, as a word. Yeah. No. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Well, you'll like this even more. The Asian because it, this movie was filmed, uh, I believe. In some yeah, I mean, there are a lot of place? yeah. There's a lot of Asian people in the movie. Minor uh, roles, unfortunately. So I, I believe it was called Mary Bloody Killer. Bloody Mary. Killer. Bloody Mary Killer. And so I was going on the whole redhead theme that Cynthia yeah, was Roth rocking. Murray, you'll be excited to hear this news. I think they're divorced now, but her husband actually took her last name. Well, fuck yeah, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, Rothrock. Griffin Rothrock. It's beautiful. Tim Rothrock. Yeah, yeah that's um, good. Works with I everything. I think, I gotta be honest with everybody, I think this is the first Cynthia Rothrock movie. I've always been aware of her. Because it's like her China O'Brien like series, but I've, I don't think I've never seen a movie of hers until now. Yeah, we've been talking about her for a couple months now, well, trying, trying to figure to, out, yeah, trying you to know. fit it in. I don't know how this one went under our radar for so long. Apparently, people we, well, we were aware of it, but like I don't know why it just fell through the cracks. We get so excited about other things because we get we get into our themes. You oh know? man, we really do. And then fortunately, one of our Twitter followers and listeners goes. Are you ever going to do this? And I was like, holy shit, yes. Because I, I forgot what the name of the movie was. Okay. I, I remember the fight scene. I'm aware of yeah. the fight scene. And I forgot. And thanks. His name's Justin. Thank you for reminding us because we're doing it now. Where do you think this ranks up with the other really notable fight people uh, have in their minds? Uh, which is um, 
what's it called? They live. Fucking Roddy Piper. Th- oh, that fight is so it. amazing. I was just talking about that fight yesterday on our great, our, our almost underrated Twitter account. G&G <laughs> almost G&G underrated. Theater. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I got to go with my man's Piper. I got to go with Piper. Well, yeah, that. no, that's obviously the better one. I just feel like that is like the progressive rock of fucking like fights because it's so long and so amazing. It tells the story. It tells a story. And this is like the quick punk fucking just. It just fucking blurs it out and it's done. I, I feel like that's kind of what this fight is. It's no, it's bizarre. It's greasy. Oh, are you saying it's kind of a hair metals <laughs> type of fight? Bizarre I, I and greasy. I'd, I'd have to ask. Hair the metal, hair Sean. works out. I am mullety. It's in a factory uh, in an abandoned factory. It is so, abandoned factory. Behind us, uh, no, it's part of a hospital. Like there's this weird conveyor yes. belt. It's like is it, it, a hospital and dry cleaners because there's all these like conveyor belts. Holy fuck, this was a hospital. Oh, my God. We're going way far ahead. Um, What's really interesting about this movie that we need to talk about because you are our official spokesman on underground fighting because that is Well, that's my dream. dream. I've always said it's my dream when we finally make it big. And we're we're there, dude. We've conquered UK already. It's Gold Anarchy in the UK. Yeah. And now we're moving our way into Australia now, Grip. Australia is loving what we're doing. Yeah. And it's... Where next? We're going to conquer the world. We're, we're getting really close there. That's what? Two continents? Yeah. Easy peasy. We got like five left. We've conquered. I think we've conquered the English-speaking world. Our, and Asia is where we got to go next. Oh, okay. We might have to put some tariffs out there. Okay. Well, we'll keep doing We'll do China O'Brien next. <laughs> yes. But what I really want to know, because obviously you may be playing minus about it. I think about, about it. it. Yeah, you think about a lot. You're yeah. on the forums. You're talking about how you would yes. conduct your, you know, underground fighting ring. Yeah. So what I want to know is what stage of underground fighting is this movie in? Because we see just like dudes coming up in baggy suits and they're like conducting yeah. this it. This is definitely the farm league because, like you said, the suits are super baggy. I mean, okay. this is the '90s. I'll cut them some slack. Okay, but no, you gotta have tuxedos. If tuxedos. You're gonna be a my. Like a the, gla- the choice of glasses. They had the wraparound sunglasses. <laughs> no. no. No, you got to have some brand names, man, like Gucci okay. or you know, something like that. Some classy shit. Okay, okay. I want women in evening gowns. I want champagne. That's what I, the world I'm creating. You're right. This is, but you need the farm, like, like much like in sports, you need that farm team, that D-League to find no uh, you need some kind of ladder. Yeah, yeah, you need some kind of so ladder. So this, this is the farm league, the okay. single A. And they're they're conducting it pretty well, right? Mm, I don't know because there's this. I like you know I like Ruth. I want people to die in the arena, you know. Yeah. And this is kind of like is, yeah. if you touch the f- ground, you you basically tap. I don't know. I don't know. Like, you just get if you get your opponent to touch the ground, they're out. Yeah, it's almost that, like playing tag. It's one it's of like those weird. rules. It's the only rule that they establish. Very firmly. Even Fight Club is fiercer than this. Oh, big time. This is Uh, almost like touch football. It really is. It is the touch football. Like, when you're that low on the rung, wouldn't you want it to be not death, you know, to (laughs) the death? Yes. But, I mean, I want somebody to get hurt at least. You got to feel the pain, dude. Yeah, there is definitely no pain felt. No. Uh, Bear feels a little pain, but, yeah, Yeah, we'll we'll get get there later. Yeah. Uh, okay, so here's the other thing. We got this whole thing in America going on right now where we're getting into the lives of every pro athlete and push all that aside. I want to know what you do with Paul, a man that one of your fighters came to you and said, hey, I got footage. He got his VHS tape out and recorded them. 
and he's a domestic abuser. He's beating his girlfriend wife. I don't remember if they were married or not. One, I don't like snitches. Oh, so do you make that guy <laughs> fight to the death with somebody? Probably. Okay. I might just get him killed. Okay. Two, I think that's kind of a good thing. Because, now, hear me out. <laughs> We're talking in the context of underground fighting. Right. So domestic abuse, because it tells me this guy will fight anybody. Yes. And he doesn't give a fuck. Okay. He cares about making the Benjamins. So I kind that's kind of a plus. I don't even me. know if he cares about the Benjamins. I think he just look, wants to fucking fight. Look, look, outside of the underground fighting ring, it's domestic abuse is horrible, and I, I think it's disgusting. But if you're in the fighting ring, <laughs> maybe it's okay. I mean, you definitely. Can put- I don't know. I'm gonna definitely. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give Paul an out. He definitely has a case of roid rage because he's oh, big time. Because he's losing his shit, and but he's he's fucking so jacked. I'm like, okay, it's a good trade off. Oh man, uh, before we hit that trailer, one last question: Seinfeld or Kevin McDonald from Kids in the Hall? I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna say I, I call him Scary Seinfeld in the notes. Yeah, I'm gonna say Seinfeld just because people know it more. People do. I mean, know Kevin McDonald's great. I love Kids in the Hall. Uh, yeah, but it's kind of for our for our hipster listeners, it's Kevin McDonald. It is, you know. Yeah, because when I when I first saw the clip, we watched like two seconds uh, last week when we were uh, editing, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's Seinfeld!" And then when I watched the movie, I was like, "No, that's that's Kevin McDonald." And all the this movie is ninety five percent close ups. They always just and have he's a frame. So intense. Like his, <laughs> yes, like his eyes are just bugging out of his head. I had such a hard time for Instagram just picking pictures that weren't close up of him, just like eyes. I, wide open. People, like this is on YouTube, and I want you to watch it because this guy gives the most amazing performance. He really reminds is. me of a young Matt Hannon, and that Matt Hannon star Samurai Cop, obviously, you know, obviously. That. He beat acting like he in the first role, he defeated acting and was like, I win. I don't need to act anymore. And this guy did the same thing. He's never been in anything else because he's he destroyed acting. I believe he went into underground fighting. (laughs) You should. He's got an act for it. Okay, I got I got nothing else. I'm ready to to hit this. All right. So let's do it. Cynthia Rothrock is undefeatable. In this town, if you want justice, you have to take it. Cynthia Rothrock as Christy Jones. A street fighter searching for a man who murdered her sister. An undefeatable champion driven by insanity. What are you doing with my wife? If he can't have Anna, he'll kill anyone who even reminds him of her. Come on, tough guy! Sergeant Nick DeMarco knows his name. Free! Christy Jones is determined to find the killer. You're crazy. My name's not Anna. But every wasted minute costs another life. I'm talking about my sister. Your ass is mine. Big mistake. Red. Well, you ruined my move. Shockwave rocked the city. We're gonna start another gang war. Well, I tried to wait for you, but they jumped us. 
You've got a lot to learn about police work. Nick and Christy team up. It's all your fault. Jennifer, run! With the help of a beautiful psychologist, Christy and Nick unite in a fight for supremacy. Take every ounce of muscle, every skill, every technique to end the fatal desire of this madman. All right, great trailer. Lots of kung fu noises. Ah! Oh, oh, Jesus Christ, you surprised me with that one. Oh, okay. Ow! <laughs> You'll hear that later. So... Usually we're used to the cold opening being like some kind of action scene. But this week we get into the mental game. This is a very up top movie. Yeah, it's like we start out. It's almost like an episode of Frasier. We start Dude, out this in is, a therapist's office. I I believe Bernie Sanders had a hand in writing this movie. Because so. there's a theme that's going to come into it that we're going to hit pretty hard on. Because it is fucking hard on it. It's college. It's college and college tuition and the fucking efforts you have to go through to afford it. All you got to do is sign up. All you got to do is sign I up. I can sign you up and <laughs> you're in college. But she still had a fight to survive. Yeah, I mean, it's sad that we once, people, there was one time in the world we had to fight in underground fight clubs in order to put our, our sisters through college. Yeah, I mean. This is people, what Bernie Sanders is fighting against. We don't have to do this. No, but that's still happening. I don't like it because I love having people fight for me. Yeah. Or at least I love the idea. I haven't gotten there yet. As an um, amateur underground fighter yes. uh, coordinator. Yeah. yeah, you're into this. But yeah. this is still happening today. When you hear people complain about college, if you're overseas, you hear America complain about it, this is what we're talking about. Right. We're underground fighting. So it. many young kids have How do you fight think, in fight clubs yeah. in underground. How do you think UFC got started? Exactly. It's all just yeah. people trying to go to college. It was. <laughs> Getting, uh, yeah, Frasier. <laughs> Let's go on to Frasier, which, yeah, so, by the way, I was watching last night. Still the best show ever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we meet Anna, the wife of Paul, slash Stingray. Yeah. Our villain of this movie. And she's talking with her, Dr. Simmons, about Paul. Paul, so he's been going, he's just not acting right anymore. He's like, no. He, ever since he went into, the, he got into these death, death matches, as she called them. So he has been killing people. So he yeah. might be a little higher up than Christy, our hero, heroine, is. Yeah. Because he's actually fighting in a ring. Yes, this well, is she true. She fights on the streets. This is true. And so we see, cut while she's talking about, we cut back seeing... Paul basically murdering people in the ring. Yeah. He's like elbowing a guy in the back and he's spitting blood up. And I mentioned the close-ups. They get a nice close-up of the guys hanging over the rope, spitting blood up. I mean, she's like, I don't know what happened. When I met him, he was a succeed, success, succeeding, successful comedian just touring America. comedy was just, the best. You might be a redneck. You heard his if, bit on airline oh, food. It's so oh, good. It's so good. Why? And the, he got the bug, dude. When he, as soon as he got, he murdered somebody the first time. Dude, he's like, he, I have to keep this going. I need this high. If it weren't for that fucking heckler. Exactly. Telling them they don't understand. He doesn't understand what middle America is all about. And they went out and fucking strangled him and said, what is this about? And then he went full carrot top. 
He's buff now. That's the joke. <laughs> okay. I, I, I didn't even get that one. But, and it, it goes to our theme of redheads, too. Oh, shit. Layers, people. Layers. So, yeah, we're getting the back and forth. And, you know, and a psychiatrist. What did you say her name? Dr. Simmons? Dr. Jenny, Jennifer Jenny, Simmons. Jenny Simmons. So Jenny's just like, Jenny from the block. If you're in danger, you need to let me know. Like, this sounds like an incredibly toxic relationship. And she's like, yeah. But I think it's okay. So, again, we're getting into those mental health issues here. And just the Stockholm Syndrome, maybe a little bit of that. I don't know what's going on here. I'm not a psychiatrist. But I do sit on my armchair and tell people what to think. Um, So what's going on? We cut away. She's like, I'll think about it, doctor. Yeah. And she goes home. And then we meet our our co-hero. Our hero is Cynthia Rothrock, I think. But first, we meet Nick DeMarco. This I gotta say, they divide this like one third, one third, one third. It's very democratic. I like I like how they did this though, because you get one third villain, one third Nick, which why, and then one third Cynthia. And he's going to the local convenience store, party stores we call them in Detroit. Party store, yes. Getting he needs the lotto tickets. Yep. The, the got, fucking money ball is like huge. Gotta get the scratchies, man. Oh, and, yeah, lotto tickets. My well, bad. While that's going on. An armed robbery's happening. But the, 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 the weirdest pair of guys. I could never see these two guys hanging out in real life. No. It was like. We get, we get a young. For anybody who watched basketball in the 90s, we get a young Gary Payton. And we get. Who, what would you describe that guy? He was so weird. Dude, I don't know. He looks like a guy who would be like in a 70s like, uh, metal band or something. He had that giant like mustache. He had like, the pockmarked face. Yeah, just giant lurking dude. Like I could have seen him being like a bass player for Motorhead at one point. And their whole. Well. Well, well, yeah, wow. Well, wow, he kind of did have, he did have kind of a whammy. Yeah. So, and yeah, they're they're they're, they're, they're they're in process of robbing a place up and this cute little Asian kid. Hey, mister, I got to get my Coca-Cola. And he <laughs> Coca-Cola right. And I have a feeling Coca-Cola had nothing. They they wanted Coca-Cola to get a sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. The zoom in on the Coca-Cola and the Asian kid smiling. He's like, mm, cuz this is just a good little smart, good at math Asian kid. He's just like, I'm going to pay for this. And he's like, "Kid, it's free. It's on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. The Gary Payne's just like, man, don't worry about it. Get out of here. Go, go scram, scram, kid. And so, and like, thanks, Mister. As he's running away, fucking Nick opens the door for him, sees that there's a holdup going on, and he's just like, hey, grabs like. That just can remind me of the beginning of Snake Eater Three. It really I was, does. I was waiting for someone it, to get murdered. Yeah, it really does. I forget what he grabs. Was it just like a newspaper or something? And he's like, does that mean this is free too? And the guy's like. For you, fuck you. And he's like, oh, fuck me. And uh, that's when Lurch comes out. And, he's just... and he just, Nick destroys them. Yeah. Baggy pants and all. Didn't encumber him at all. Not at all. He and... like, slaps the gun away, beats up Gary Payton. He's like, I'm Michael Jordan, motherfucker. Gary... Was it Gary or was it? No, it was Lurch. He busts off that knife and he's like, I'm going to fuck you. And he like. Backhands the gun or the knife away, and he pulls out his revolver and sticks it into his All dick. Right, yeah. And he's like, "How about I fuck you?" Okay, great line. So back, you know, he fucking gets him in an armbar, slams his face against the wall. You see the drywall like dent in because he slams the shit out of him. Right. And he's like, "I'm gonna fucking call you up on police brutality." It's like, tell it to your mother. So, word to your mother. Word to your mother. And so that's so we mean now we've we meet we've met Nick. So now we got to meet Christy, played by Cynthia Rothrock. Oh yeah, she's a, she's a young little street tough. She's got like the 
wimpiest gang ever. Oh my god, a they bunch look of like Asian they're just, nerds. They're about to bust into a doo-wop at any moment. <laughs> like they are, they are just rat scallions. They're like as innocent as a uh, little Coca-Cola boy. They were, and so for not very intim- the Red Dragons, not a very intimidating. Yeah. Gang. Some and dragons. so I mean, so intimidating that Cynthia is definitely the biggest badass in the group. Oh, big time! And she is getting ready to fight in her D League fight scene. Yes, D League. And but she's gonna fight a dude. It's how badass she is. And it's, so there's like a black gang, and there's an Asian gang with her in it for some yeah. reason. And so the, the officiators they, are just like, how much you get to put in? Yeah, the, these are the guys with the baggy suits and the wraparound shades. Yeah, they would never cut it in my arena. Sorry, guys. No, okay. Dress better. Dress better. <laughs> and so we get yeah. the we get the rules. We don't get the rules. No, but I thought what was up? Like there was this is what I thought, and I, I think I was proven wrong. It looked like there was like a tile with some like writing on it on the ground, and like because yeah. they because they they made sure to make these scenes where you saw their feet. Yeah, so you saw the guy, black guy's feet, and there was like a tile. I thought they that was what you had to touch because this is like we said, this is like flag football of fighting it where was. you just need to, if you just need to make your opponent touch the ground and it's over. Yeah, I, I, I even didn't... sumo is more ruthless. I was than gonna say like sumo. Um... I feel like maybe that was actually like the spot for them to put their foot for the shot. Probably. Like Probably. Yeah. I one thing does happen in this fight after like they've settled on the the money and everything. Every, Six hundred dollars. Everybody starts They do. The 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 dragons and the fucking uh what the chains? That they all had like cha- like one chain link. Yeah, he thing. had like, like chains cross, crisscrossing. Yeah, crisscrossing. Uh, but anyways, so and now also we also remember this look from the '90s. It was like oh, a no. leather baseball cap with like a metal plate across the front that would have something on it. Really? Like, yes, yeah, somebody had that. There was a girl behind Cynthia that had nasty girl, a black hat with a plate that's a yes. nasty girl on. Is that yeah, what you're talking yeah, about? That's, that's the shit. That, yeah, yeah. People, that, I, was, that was some real shit. I almost clipped that picture to be like they coined it first. <laughs> Sorry, Trump. You're gonna have to fucking go back to the drawing board. Um, so she makes short work of this guy because he doesn't he respect her. He's like, you're abroad. You're not going to do anything. And she just fucks him's ass up. Yeah. I do love uh, we see in this fight the like Van Dam doesn't even do this one. She does a feign roundhouse where she knows he's going to dodge it. But she works that like she leaned into the wall as he was approaching her because he's like, OK, I'm going to get her now because she's weak. She presses herself against the wall and fucking kicks him and just send him pretty much in well, the stratosphere. Well, I noticed this is Cynthia's movie. I haven't seen any other of her movies, but I have a feeling this is like her Jean-Claude Van Damme split. She does like the corkscrew spin in the air. Like she'll leap in the air and spin her body around and then come down. Yeah, uh, yep. She did quite a few of those. Like yeah. a top, yeah. Yeah. So she takes care of this guy, no problem. Gets her 600 bucks because she's going to use it. To put her sister Karen through college, yeah, See, she's this is why she's doing it, guys. It's all for it's all for her sister. So she gets her money, and then fucking well, you know, Nick and his partner Mike show up, and they come out and they bust her oh. for nothing. They don't know anything. What's good? All they know is she has six hundred dollars in her hand. Yeah, they didn't and that see she anything. was anything. She was engaged in a fully uh, like. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Like it was it was a sanctioned the, sanctioned fight. fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Like yeah. both parties were aware of what was. Well, happening. they don't. They didn't see a fight. They just came up unless they were watching. I don't know. They probably were because Nick is always. Yeah, he's happens, a creeper. He always happens to be at the fights. Yeah, he's, always. Well, he's always creeping on Christy. That, was that was was that the tension that was happening? I didn't know what. The I fuck don't it think was. he was Our, into her. No, I think he was totally. I think she wasn't into him at all. He was obsessed with her. I think he got it backwards. No, how so? He was the only one showing up when she was doing shit. She she didn't want nothing to do with him. Well, because when he meets a psychiatrist, I'm pretty sure he's like, wow. Like, he went full wolf on that one. Well, he just likes any a redhead, I guess. Apparently, he's like Paul. Oh, apparently, he's like Paul. But no, he was, he was all digging on her. She so, was like, I don't even think she liked women. Now I mean, we got men. Ooh, there we go. So now we got to meet uh, Karen, who's Christy's sister. And Smart she, kid, lover. Also hanging well, out with the Asian crowd. Yeah, this is very, uh, very was, woke were, crowd. Were they Red Dragons? Yes, everybody was a Red Dragon. I think, yeah, I was going to say. They were, like, they were like the... The other dragons from Miami Connection, they're like a fun gang. Yeah, they were. They, again, they Dragon woke, sound? Dragon sound. <laughs> dragon song? <laughs> I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But they were also about to bust into a doo-wop. Uh, and so she, Karen, the sister. Karen is so smart that she can talk the cops out of dropping all charges. Yeah. Well, first, this is where I say, like, Nick's obsessed with her because he's, like, trying to talk her out of this. Like, look, you don't need to do this. And she's like, fuck you. I'm a street dog. I don't need to hear your shit. Like, look, there's better ways to make money. I hear this guy, Bernie Sanders, he wants to give us free college. Free college. And she's like, that's ridiculous. That's never going to happen. That's bullshit. And when he does, I'll quit the diner that I work at down the street at Fifth Avenue. Oh, really? You You work work there. You work? He's really fucking high and mighty on her ass. I was he? Like, yeah, I have a job too. Maybe, maybe. He's like, well, how did? Because she was going to lie. She didn't. She was covering her ass. She was like, I wasn't in any fight. Yeah. How did you get that six hundred dollars? Tips. Yeah. And he's like, mm, likely story. Yeah. And then Mike, the, his buddy cop, comes in. Hey, Total nerd. Sister, yeah, he was such a nerd. He so wanted to be There's Nick. There's so many shots of Nick, like, just muscles bulging. And Nick and Hannon then, would say, he's a geek. Yeah. And then, uh, what's his buddy's name, Mike? Mike. Mike has got, like, a... Eight sizes too large, American flag shirt on with yeah, a pants like, like just a, under like, the nipples. Nick is pretty tight. He's always got like he's like baggy as fuck suits. He's always got suits on. Mike is like a slob. He's got sweatshirts and like jeans yeah. on, like acid wash jeans. It's like Nick already looks pretty okay. You know, he's got that politician haircut. Right. He's got that fucking charmingly good Catholic look to him. Like, mm, boy. Oh, boy. He could be a Supreme Court justice. He looks that good. Oh, shit. Yeah, he could. And, uh, yeah, so Mike's like, hey, her sister, she says you got to let her out. I don't know. And they're like, okay, you win this time, Christy. Yeah. Keep your nose clean. And I'm going to keep this money. And he just yeah. takes her money. She's like, she's, like, she's a right. good kid. It's okay, Mike. We're going to let her walk. And that's what they do. So we get a little scene where Karen and Christy bond. Now we figure we find out why Christy's doing this. Because yeah. her parents are dead. Yeah. And parents are supposed to pay for college. Yeah. And we, Christy's going to take over that role. And, and you know, the diner's not going to pay for it. And you could get loans, but fuck that. Interest. Yeah. yeah that, mm. So she's like, I'd rather risk my life in a fight club than you just get a loan. That's how bad the interest rates are yeah. for fucking, you know, debt. I, I, I did take exception to how they ex, uh, explained the mother because they were like, do you remember what happened with mom? They got divorced, and then she was poor, and that then she started bitch. eating spam. Like, 
Don't be the butt of a Monty Python don't. joke. Come on. And then yeah. she died like a bitch. Died broke. Do you really want to be Remember like, we, we buried her in a cardboard box. Oh, Remember that? Cardboard. Do you want to be buried in a cardboard box? No. So well, you're going to go to college. D- yeah. You're going to be a doctor. And then you're going to put me through college. That was actually what she told her. <laughs> so enough of that. We got to get back to Paul. This is a very um, emotional scene. Very emotional. Anna cooking his favorite meal, half-cooked steak. <laughs> he loves one side raw, the other side well done to within an inch of his life. Yeah, so... That's it, how he demands it. If there's any cast iron uh, fans out there, she's just searing a, a steak. And she's getting ready to pop it. Just in one the, side. Yeah, just one side. Well, she was going to cook it correctly, but... Do you think? I think he liked it that way. No, I'm pretty sure Paul loves it that way. He loves raw meat. He loves raw meat. And he's going through a severe case of roid rage. He just murdered a guy. He's on a high right now. Oh, he's on a huge high. You can just see the bulge in his pants. He's just like, I just killed somebody, and I'm loving it. Oh, my God. And he's like, uh, let's fuck. And she's like, I'm cooking your steak. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you just sit down and pour yourself a glass of wine and wait? And then he goes, no! <laughs> and he grabs her, and he rapes her across, over, bends her over the table and rapes her. Yeah. And while it's going on, she's got this most insane... This is the amazing acting. It's an insane it's look on his face. Amazing. He's not enjoying it at all. No, while he is trying to get it up, he's flashing to him murdering a man. You get these flashbacks. Like, flash, we see his face, these insane bug eyes this actor has. He's yeah. killing it. And then we see him killing, <laughs> literally. killing it literally. And, and then he just hurls her down on the floor and goes, I'm going to eat this raw steak. He go, you just get a scene of him. Fucking shoving a fork through it, so putting she's it on like a plate. sprawled on the floor. She's just been brutally raped, and he's like, "Are you gonna fucking eat with me? Are you gonna be an <laughs> asshole?" Yeah, and she's like, "I'm not hungry. He, Fine, I'm eating yours too." And he then, finishes all this thing. And he's like, "Aren't you gonna eat too? You ate it. There's nothing left. There wasn't even a salad on the table." And he's like after that nice meal of raw steaks, like I gotta talk Lou about my money. So he takes off to go to Lou's. So we meet Lou. Great. Classic character. Oh, man. He's so good. And he's like, hey, there. You know, classic, stereotypical grease ball. And he's like, I got your money right here. You know he's ripping off Paul. He's oh, he's taking back. some off the top. He's, he's got to be. And he's like, I just set up a fight in Philly, man. This guy named Rocky Marciano or Rocky Balboa. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> he wants to fight you. Fine. Yeah. He just wants Paul just wants to kill. Exactly. He care about his the motivation is killing. And he's like, whatever, I'll be there. And he walks out. So we're gonna see. follow Paul back home though. And he's gonna show up. He's gonna grab the mail. You know, he's not a complete monster. He'll bring the mail in. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the only thing he does in there on the house is bring in the mail. He also has like a little baggie. I, I'm pretty sure this is supposed to be him bringing a porn home. Because it was like a discreet red bag with a VHA, VHS size Maybe like he just went to box. the grocery store where they had like a Reynolds and he just got he got sleepless in Seattle. I don't know. He might have, but considering... Maybe he felt bad about raping his wife <laughs> and was like, I'm going to rent her favorite movie and I'm going to put up with it. I hate this movie, but I'm watching it. Maybe, Maybe he was trying to reconcile with her after the violence. Right. And so he came he comes, off the roid rage high, and now yeah. he feels some remorse. So he's got this little bag, and he's walking around the house. Anna, you better get out here. Anna, 
I'm going to break your neck. <laughs> he does say that. <laughs> <laughs> so he went off for a minute, and now he's back on it. Right. And finally, he like walks into the kitchen where, uh, Murray, I'm going to go ahead and ask you to grab your drums here. Sure, I always and I'm, I'm, I'm going to grab my synth here, and... I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and recreate this. I'm gonna, <clears throat> gonna replay the Dear Paul letter. I'm gonna replay the Dear Paul letter, and I want you to play Paul. Okay, so let's. Uh... Paul, by the time you read this, I'll be long gone. I left you your favorite dinner. My heart is breaking as I write these words to you. What happened, Paul? I mean, we had the perfect home. I just can't take it anymore. Your love has turned to abuse. Your touch has turned to pain. I am not your mother. Every time you call me mommy, you choke the life out of me. I finally come to understand what my psychiatrist has said all along. I deserve better, and I'm leaving you. Don't worry, I'm returning the most precious gift you gave me, your mother's pendant. Don't try to find me. I'll be far away. I am not coming back. Anna. Powerful shit right there. Yes. I mean, this is the first we're hearing I'm about drained. the whole. I just doing that scene. I just did. I'm, ooh, I'm tired. You're, you're, I don't you, know look, if I can you look all tired. Drink some of your soda water there, and you'll be fine. So, of course, we need to mention the the favorite meal here. Is it another raw steak? I'm gonna say half cooked steak. I I thought it was a slice of pizza. And well, maybe that too. Maybe he likes pizza with a. It, it, it looked it like definitely a, a salad. So it was a health. It was kind of heart smart. Yeah, it looked like a New York slice, a giant slice. But yeah, picks it so, up, throws it, rages out, breaking chairs. But then we learn this is this is all his mom's fault. The way yes. he is, she made Paul this way. Yes, and we get a flashback of geeky nerd Paul. Yeah, he's sitting on the stairs. Doesn't even. He's pendant. got like short hair. Doesn't even have that fucking amazing flowing mullet like he's. He, Okay, he's like twelve or something in this scene, and he's playing on a little like rocking horse in the. I thought he was on a yard. bicycle. He was on a rocking horse. That was a rocking horse, oh, dude. Okay, it's fucking weird <laughs> as shit. Well, there's how sick fucking his whole upbringing was. And they shot it like peanuts, where the adults all you saw were like their <laughs> hips <laughs> down. Like, wonk, 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 yeah, wonk, wonk. they didn't use words, so you're just like, why is Paul so fucked up? And because Griff, his mom is a hua. And she's going to leave him for this guy. Mm. She picked a stranger over her own child. Do you think he had that bowl cut he had as a kid, and that's why he was like, I'm letting the man grow? I think the boyfriend had the mullet, and he's trying. He's oh, he's trying is to. He, this is a heavy Oedipus fucking complex shit yeah. going on in this movie. And I think he's trying to get his mother back. <laughs> I think his mother had red hair and wore floral print dresses. 
That's because we learned that's his type. No, I, I thought that was the thing. Oh, I but know. I would it would make a lot of sense if the boyfriend all, had that hairstyle right. that he ended up having. And so we go, okay, now we know where this kid's coming from. It makes perfect sense why he does what he does. His mom left him for another man. Yeah. And so we get the most intense hairspray scene I've ever seen. Uh, is this this isn't hairspray? Though. I don't know I, what it was. It was like it was like Halloween dye in a spray can. Yeah. And so he's like staring like a madman in the mirror, and he's like hearing the wah 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 <laughs> back, and he just intensely sprays like a skunk line just, in his yeah. hair. Like he's like, got the two it's, lines. It's like like a like a rusty red. Yeah. It's a, oh. It was he was gonna do his whole hair red. But oh he, my god! He did the line so so thick. many fucking layers Holy of this movie. Sh- I didn't even pick that up. You're right. Wait, maybe maybe Anna wasn't even a red. He fucking dyed her hair every night. I that makes perfect sense. Maybe that's why he, she was like, he's cool sometimes because he gets high off the fumes of like spraying her hair. And he stares so intensely in the mirror. The mirror breaks. That's how intense his stare it, was. It was. And it's like I'll find you. And he does, or maybe he doesn't, because we cut to a parking garage. Just random couple. A nice random. There's a lot of this. I love about this 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 city they live in. This random city. There's a lot of interracial dating. They're not. This is the opposite. People think small towns are racist. Not this one. No. Because every Asian dude's got his white broad. Oh yeah. And so this guy, they're they're this practically fucking in the parking garage. You can't wait to get home. They're, they're, they're so getting ready to yeah. And then while they're they're making out. The woman, she feels like something go down the front of her dress, her floral print dress. She's a redhead, by the way. Did I point that out? Yeah, she's a redhead. Yeah. And it's like, hey, what the fuck? And we see it's our man Paul. He's got this styrofoam cup. He's fingering the ice. You see those two beautiful streaks in his hair. He's wearing all black. Oh, he's got it tucked in. He's like, yeah, hey, neighbor. You left the lid off the milk again. That was my best side felt. That was horrible. <laughs> no, he says... Get away from my wife. And the guy's like, who the fuck? Is-? She's like, the girl's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm not yeah. your wife. And Asian's like, look, man, I don't want any trouble, but I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. And he's just like, bring it. And we just get this fucking fight scene. And fucking, before you know it, Paul just rips out the Asian dude's eye. Yeah. While he, thro- he like, he throws him, or he, he rips him. one out and yes. then hurls him and rips the other out. <laughs> It was, it was yeah, nice. them, so they're they're probably on the second floor of this parking garage. It's easily the he second floor. Flips him over the edge. He lands on a car. Yes. and falls down. And then he just I we he, he rapes the woman, right? Oh yeah, he takes her back to the warehouse oh, next to the elementary school. Okay, I thought that was another woman, but you're right. He does. He, no, he kidnaps this woman and takes her back to his rape house, his warehouse. Yeah, again, it's next to an elementary school. But for but don't worry, this is all like off screen rape. So there's. This isn't a Charles Bronson. Yeah, they did. They did the one on screen very visual rape. (laughs) That was really weird. I mean, he he even like goes up her leg and rips her underwear (laughs) off. It was. But then it was like he was almost more tortured by it than she was. I don't know what it was. (laughs) It was was a very weird scene. And fortunately, we don't have to deal with any of those scenes anymore because we just get the we go. Okay, we know what happens. So, yeah. So he he takes her to his, his rape house. And that's the last we'll see of him for a minute because we're going to check in on Christy. Once again, Nick, I'm telling you, creeping on Christy. He is. But, I, again, I don't know. I think he's. Uh... I think oh, we'll get into it later. Yeah. But I think he's, he's creeping on her now. 
and because she's he wanted to check up to make sure she was legit, legitimately a waitress that she wasn't lying. Yeah, and he, he she's like, "Dude, we're trying to do our job." He's like, uh, "I need to talk to you." Yeah, and he starts giving her the whole spiel, like, "You're too good a girl for this. You, you're better than this. You need to go to college. If only you could afford college." And she's like, "Look, I'll think about it." Right? Yeah, I got to go back to work. He's like, "Okay." He just gets a coffee. And he's like, here's your tip. I want it black and strong like you. She's like, okay. <laughs> he's like, okay, whatever. You <laughs> and he's like, here's your tip. And it's that $600 he took from yep. her. And she takes it up. And what do you know? The goofball red dragon show up. They're like, what are they, hey there, Christy. We got to fight for you. Fight they're like for from you, West Side Story. They're the, the Asian gang. Yeah. Well, they were just going to. I, that wasn't doo I don't think that was doo I, I can't remember how doo goes. But anyways. Yeah. So they've got another fight arranged for it. And they're just like, where did you get that 600 bucks from? She's like, tips. What of it? What is this about a fight? Let's go. Let's go check yeah, this really out. really shut off. What's up with that? It's like, yeah. come on. These are your friends. What are you? They're your best friends. They're dragons. They're fun. They're goofballs. <laughs> they are. They're like sha and so, uh, yeah, she's like, all right, I'm ready. I'm always ready to kill. So, yeah, it's been five minutes, so let's go ahead and check back out on Paul. What's Paul up to? And this is where we get our new barbarian scene. <laughs> yes, we do. Taking this back to one of our most underrated episodes. Underrated. Well. New barbarians. This, I think, our episode, even though it came out 15 years later, 25 years later, inspired <laughs> the scene. Guess we get... as. Of course, you guys know because you've all listened to the new Barbarians episode. But there's a scene where there's not only the rape of man, but they have this contraption where he's like chained up, like spread eagle. Yeah, their their machine was way more sophisticated. It's than what way Paul more. Has. Paul just has chains. It's, Paul's it, one man. Yeah, I was getting a very much like a Motley Crue video vibe from this. Oh, big time! Because she's like, isn't her like her. Tits are out, right? Like your shirt's all ripped off, or was that another this, one? There's was, so many rapes in this movie. It was I can't the keep next one, yeah. And they, all the women look the same. I will say, I'll give Paul credit because he definitely has a type because he thinks every woman is his wife, and they all pretty much look like his they, wife. They do. The only part I didn't like where they were like, and the floral dress. It's like, no, the floral dress does not play a part. These women do look similar. Fuck well, the they are dress. coincidentally all wearing floral dresses. Very coincidentally. This is very... Was that happening in 94? Was every woman wearing a floral I'm, dress and, and, and all like, the time? I'm, I'm assuming this place is New Jersey because all the women look trashy. So <laughs> I'm going to say yeah. And so, yeah, he starts whipping the shit out. Does he have a chain or like a whip? Uh, I think he had a chain at I know point. he just starts whipping her. He's like, yeah, and then they just cut, right? They just they go, leave the rest of your imagination. Yeah, they leave a lot to your imagination at this point. So... Nick gets a call in. There's been a murder. It's that Asian guy that, that Paul the just parking killed. parking lot murder. They find they're like, have you eaten lunch? Because this is really disturbing. Yeah. And he's like, I just had a bagel. I'm all right. <laughs> so he goes by. <laughs> Cream cheese and lox or something? No, just a plain bagel. Oh, okay. Just a plain bagel. And because lox, you'd throw up. <laughs> and so because they, oh, they take off. The, you see his eyes are missing. Yeah. They're like. Not only is this weird, it gets weirder. Sees that the eyes are missing. He's like, that's really fucked up. And he's like, you know what's even more fucked up? That's Sun Kim. Who the fuck's Sun Kim? Well, everybody in this town knows who Sun Kim is. Nick, especially being a kung fu master. He's a kung fu groupie. And he's like, I know Sun Kim. He signed my chest, see? Yeah, he's the goddamn kung so world. They're like, I'm sorry. He let's get that title out there. He is the world kung fu champion. Is it? Yeah, it that's says karate on your thing. I, I don't know. 
Yeah. I guess it doesn't matter. It's all yeah, it martial matter. arts. <laughs> and he, he he's like, oh, I, I'm feeling that bagel coming up. So he runs to a porta potty across the street, opens it up. There's the woman there oh. with her eyes missing who had just been beaten. We talked about earlier. So, oh. so this is horrible, people. There's a serial killer on the loose. At least yeah. that's what they think. And so now we'll join Christy again. She's fighting. She's got another fight set up. It's uh, or was that the fight that the dragons were taking to her? Yeah. Yes. And so it's she's with... got her fight gear on, her tight black pants, leather jacket, got the fucking fingerless gloves. She she's either about to fight someone or to go out fucking rollerblading. Yeah. Ninety four. I'm gonna go with the rollerblading, but apparently I, she's fighting. Can you imagine how sweet the scene would be if she was rollerblading while she was fighting? Dude, I would love that. That would be great. And then, like, she uses her wheels to, like, cut their throat. Well, shit, even Van Damme didn't do that with a skate skate. Exactly. Yeah, so she's ready to go. And they're like, these guys, cause these guys, these Goombas that have been running this shitty D-League uh, fight club, they're like, we got somebody who's going to fuck you up now, Chris. You've beaten up every one of our guys. Yeah. We think we finally got someone. And to, they're like, yeah. hey, Bear, get out here. So we got all the fans coming out. There's like eight fans for Bear. A couple yeah. of them are wearing floral dresses too. So yes. I was I was getting worried because These ladies wearing a floral dress. Yeah. She has red hair and she's young and she's petite. And we know I, that's all Paul's into. That's not foreshadowing at all. No. Um. So yeah, they're getting ready to fight. They get the rule. Do not put. Oh, wait, we got to explain how Bear is dressed. Oh no, we'll get the Bear. Okay. So uh, kind of, they give you the rule. Do not put your hand. Whatever on the ground. you do. Whatever you do, do not put your hair. Hot lava. Don't touch it. And Bear, wow, he's wearing what? He's wearing Zuba pants. Yes. Tucked like, into, his like, shirt tucked into like it. a sweatshirt and football pads. Yeah, shoulder, shoulder pads. pads. Looking like a bargain basement road warriors. On, on the outside, so yeah. Yes. Very bargain basement. And he's got a uh, Hulk Hogan like bandana on his head. Like very rip cool. from No Holds Barred. Rip. And rip him. I think he's got a goatee too. He's got he's just like a mess of nineties cliches. Oh, big time. And he's just like, Oh, okay, so you okay, you explain to me. I we can do anything we want except touch the ground. Oh, yeah. Right? So he immediately goes into a fucking football three point stance. After after I don't remember what his uh remark for her was. It was just like you that bitch who's been winning? I'm going to fuck you up. And you and your, your hair, red and all that stuff. Yo, I'm going to I'm gonna beat you in battle. And she's just like, uh, Bear, does your mom know? Well, that no, you, no, no, no. What she, was it? She rhymes. She, she, stop. You, she I forgot it. Goes, I needed she goes, you. Poor little bear wearing your mama's Tupperware. Oh. And he goes, <laughs> So, yeah, now he goes into a three-point stance. By the way, he puts his hand... <laughs> Right. The match has already been saying this is an f- official match at this right. point. We've heard the bell ring and everything. Hand, hands on the ground. Yeah, so he's out. He's out. But, Technically, but he's out. is such a good sport. She's like, I'm still going to murder this motherfucker. And murder him, she does. She just she, destroys. She, she toys with him. She fucks him. The he's right like, the She's a lot. She was making too much noise. She lands, or he lands one kick or punch on her. I she, don't does her she does her spin move. because I think she does in every fight. She has to do it. And she just fucks Bear up. And Bear's humiliated. And he, so, He scurries yeah. off with his Tupperware. Like, his whole... Because he had a posse of, like, 14 people. And they're all filing out. And just as we're seeing... Like, we're getting the view of somebody else watching them pile out. No, no, no. Nutside view. Nutside view. 
and well, then we did not not his not oh i got you i was yeah. like why are we looking at his dick <laughs> uh so we're, we're zooming out we're seeing this guy in a like caravan by the way why is he driving around a caravan i don't know was that like a promise to, to anna yeah. like we'll have kids see i bought a caravan I don't know. He's crazy. He is crazy as shit. I think he just stole it. He just, you know. So, cus- uh, t- t- Canadian tuxedo and all, he's just happened to be driving in this warehouse alley, sees that this... Well, he's probably coming back from dumping that body. Maybe. Going to his rape house. And he sees, at the corner of his eye, he's like, Anna? Anna? Because he sees Bear's uh, lady. Yeah. Look, she's wearing that floor print dress and red hair. Every woman in this town has red hair. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and so you know what that means. So follows them back. And follows we get, them to their their uh, trailer park. And we're going to join Bear there. And, you know, he is walking up. He's licking got sh- his wounds. He's fucking licking those wounds. He fucking chucks his goddamn shoulder yeah. pads. Hell of a lot of good you did, man. Yeah. Woman, go get me a Coke. Go make me a raw steak now, woman. <laughs> and she's just like, one second, I got to take a shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was very. That's how classy these ladies are. I was like, I got to go cop a squat. They live in a trailer, so I guess. And he's like, fine, oh. just make sure you wash your hands. <laughs> and so while that's going on, Paul walks up. Yeah, he like, Bear's touching his bruises and everything. He's like, damn, man. Damn it. Beat up by girl. Ugh. Damn it. Fucking girlfriend, wife comes out, and Paul is standing over them at this point. And he's just like, Anna. Come with me. What are you doing here? Let's go. And so She's, she's like, just, I ain't no fucking Anna. Yeah, she, Bear's. She's, like, That's my lady, you. And Give me my shoulder pants. I don't pants. even remember what happened. Did he just. Yeah, he murdered the bear, but he snapped his neck, right? No, he, this is when we see him do the fucking, like. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> you can't claw? see this. I'm gesturing like some kind of claw with my hand, and he holds it way up high over his shoulder, and it comes into his throat. Oh. And God. then he snaps it? Yeah, something like he like snaps his windpipe. I, I was like, does he rip his throat out? Does he break no. his neck? What? I think he snapped his windpipe. Yeah. So what we see here is he has now killed another man. He has taken his eyeballs from him. Well, in his and, mind, he's justified because this man stole his woman. Yeah, sure. But he's crazy. He's right uh, yeah. raging. And so he grabs Anna t- three at this point? Yeah. Yeah, think- Anna... Anna one wait, well, he didn't I guess kill. Anna got away. He didn't kill Anna. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is the second victim. Second Anna. He got victim. he got he got parking garage Anna, and now he's getting trailer park. Anna. Yeah. So his second Anna. Of course, we know he's gonna go take her back to uh, his uh, what's it rape called? Pad. His rape pad. <laughs> rape pad. And so while that's going on, we get we gotta have this is a martial arts movie. We gotta have a fucking training scene. And it can't be Cynthia Rothrock because her right. name's only on the fucking title. Right. So. so we get Nick. And Nick is looking good, bro. He's got he's shirtless. He's got the karate pants on with the he, him the, and Paul had the exact same outfit. They both had black pants with a red sash. Yeah, they had this oh the, always the sash that's tied off real long right. to the one side. And he's got the sweet ass Guido chain with the crucifix <laughs> on. And we, this this is some foreshadowing, people. We're gonna point this out. He's got he's got the fucking most manliest hairy chest. Yeah, and we're like this guy's looking good. He's got the petroleum jelly on. He's Nothing doing good. all his katas. He's he's. Mike comes up with this looking like a sloppy piece of shit with his American flag shirt, and he's like train sparring with him because 
because Mike's uh, well, I guess weapon of choice, even though he never uses it for the rest of the movie, is like a billy club, like a nightstick. Yeah, nightstick. And so they're training, and then his boss comes in. Classic, mayor, man. classic fucking police chief. I got the fucking mayor riding my ass here. You got to find this serial killer. Get out of here. And like, we're on it, boss. Yeah. Well, we were waiting for the forensics. No. I need something on my desk. If you got to frame somebody, I don't give a shit. I, I didn't hear anything. Shit. Yeah. Do it. We need we need headlines. Well, let's go back to Paul because he's creating those headlines. <laughs> so in the meantime, off camera, I guess he murdered and raped. Uh, no, she's just. No, yeah, I he th- did because this is this is the third victim he's moved on to. We just assume that she got murdered. And no, raped. I'm pretty sure he kept uh, this one captive. This isn't Karen because he comes on to Karen right now. All right, let's do this scene and then we'll visit because. He keeps uh, Anna too. Hillbilly Anna. Does he? He keeps Hillbilly Anna. I thought that was even another victim. No, I'm pretty sure he keeps Hillbilly Anna uh, hostage. All right. Like he's he was just like so tired after he's so crazy. He already in his mind he already has Anna captured, but he sees is Anna. How'd you get out of there? Exactly. I just left you at the rape bed. I'm pretty sure that's what happened there. Okay. So we joined Paul. He's going to get some coffee or something. He's got his nice uh, sign. Huh? I'm gonna say he's got some ice cream. It might be ice. He's got his nice Seinfeld sweater on. He's looking great. He's his hair in shape. Streaks are gone, guys. I don't Stre- just yeah. for that one scene. He had those intense streaks. Yeah. So he bumps into a woman, but it doesn't look like Anna. With, she's with her, her her boyfriend. Oh no no! He bumps into a woman. Okay. Go, go ahead and uh, before you fill in the blanks here, okay. he bumps into a woman who's right. just like carrying a box full of stuff. Oh, that's right. And he's just super cool. Uh, oh, I, oh I am so sorry, ma'am. Oh my goodness! Helps her pick everything <laughs> out of the box, puts yeah. it in, and she's like, "Well, it, it's just paper plates and uh, paper yeah. cups." We're about to have a party at my work, man. You should really come. Yeah. I I'm gonna. And by come, I mean. Coming, coming <laughs> for you. A song not about yeah, sex. Very underrated episode. Last week's episode, by the way. Very and uh, yeah, she's totally, but she doesn't fit the profile, so he's just yeah. not into it. But she's and, like, totally, I'll blow you right here. Yeah. And he's like, not into it, lady. Get some red hair. Happens to look over her shoulder and see another perfect Anna fucking Floral clone. dress. Yep. Everything. With the nation man. <laughs> and, you know, I think he's one of the red dragons. It was, yes. And he's like, Anna, you bitch. How'd you get out of my rape pad? <laughs> Runs after her. And the Asian guy's like, fuck off, buddy. And he just like takes the Asian guy out like nothing. Just throws him away. Dude, this was this was a fucking cool ass stunt. He like throws him into a pillar and just seeing that stunt man like wrap around the pillar because it was clearly not like a fake pillar. It was like a cement pillar that he wraps him around. Oh, yeah, they don't, it was, it was intense. And even uh, this is Karen Anna. But see, Karen, she was raised by Christy, so she knows how to handle her own business. So she she fucking puts up a fight too. Yeah, and for a while she's doing it, but he does that move where. He, she kicks him and he grabs yeah. her like elbows her in the calf and that's like a stinger, dude. It's hurt. I, I was very i, I don't condone violence against anybody against women, but well, that that, that scene where he actually like hits her leg, I've seen that happen in so many movies and they're completely unaffected by it. So I was very satisfied to see somebody like, oh fuck, that really fucking hurt. And so she's like favoring her leg, and of course she gets captured. Broad daylight, you see people walking in the background. No one gives a shit. The chick who from earlier is like, "Can I get your number?" And he's like, "Beat it, broad." Yeah. 
So, cut back. We were just talking about Nick training. We get a Christy training scene. But not only she's so good. What is she? What do you say? She's eighth black belt or some shit in real Yeah, life? she's like an eighth black belt. I didn't even eighth know it was a thing. Black belt. She's got like and, an eagle claw black belt. And so she's got, she's so, she she doesn't even train with normal people weapons. She trains with Klingon weapons. Dude. She's got some war swords. Dude, it's 94, fucking next gen, man. And you can totally, I, I was like, Shokazugi design those. I can. That's a show. That's a. Des- you could tell. That's a Kazugi design right away. Oh my god! And yeah. she's doing all the moves, twirling the sword. She's doing split, 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 split. Yeah, the split like one eighty turn she was doing. I was like, that is definitely like. Yeah, can Jean Claude do this? I that was sure. she was like challenging Jean. Ninety four. That was the same year that fucking. She was like, uh, I'd block a hockey puck with my. Exactly. Splits. Thank you. That was, wow, we're we're like stuck in the nineties right now. <laughs> we are. All right. And so Nick shows up. It's like, uh, I got some bad news. Christy's pissed, by the way. She She's, like, got her tank top on. They do this last shot where she, like, leans forward, and the camera just, like, zooms in on the cleavage she has. I was like, okay, that's a shot for us. And then Nick shows up to be, like, the buzzkill. Like, we're all excited about Christy's cleavage, and now Nick's here. So she puts a jacket on, zips it all the way up to her, like, we got chin. Nick, we got Nick blocked. We got Nick blocked. And he comes in and is like, hey, I got bad news. Your sister's dead. <laughs> you what? Might, you might no! Wanna, you might want to sit down for this one. Your sister's and she's, dead. And she's doing the splits on the ground. She's like, yeah. I am sitting down stupid. <laughs> and, like, normally. We need and, you to come to the morgue. Check it out. And for, that morgue guy was so Dude, creepy. I was just going to say, the morgue guy had, like, the perfect bull haircut. Perfect casting in this movie. Perfect. I love the casting in this movie. And he's just like, oh, this is kind of unsettling what you you're about to see. You want to prepare yourself. This, yes. This please is, prepare yourself. This is very unsettling. And, uh, I'm serious. If, no. Are you serious? Do, do you want to see it? Do you? Do you really? No? No? Yes? No? No? And she's like, this is fucking show me. And he takes it off, and we just see some horrible fucking (laughs) special effects. I thought about putting this up there. That'd be a nice one. And she's she's got no eyes. And then and they they notice also some marks around her neck. And the police have noticed the marks. We haven't. I don't know if we. Nick's go. We're thinking this is a fourteen year old boy because these are hickeys, obviously on her neck. Clearly hickeys. And she's like, no, I don't think so. I think it's martial arts related. What? Martial arts related? And I know who fucking did it. Lee! And she just makes a beeline for this Lee character we haven't met yet. Yeah. Because he's a known rapist and murderer in town. But he's got to be a combatant in this weird D-League fight club that she's right. in. So we go sh- straight from Morgue over to meet with uh, Lee. And Lee's showing off for all of his friends. He's got his fucking Red Ranger outfit on. He's, like, doing karate moves. He's got these little Catwoman gloves. He is, like, Because he's got these gloves with little, like, claws on the tip. His specialty is supposed to be Eagle Claw. Mm -hmm. And yet, yeah, he's very cat-like. Yeah, he's should be Tiger Claw, but he's Eagle Claw. I just love his friends who are hanging out. Like, yeah, you're so cool. Well, they're encouraging him. I loved it. Like, what else like, would you do? He's with got your like the whole like room full of like oil barrels, and he's like hopping around on like a cat, like you yeah. said. Yeah, and he's like <laughs> not like an eel. And he's like you know, and then she's like she busts in. Hey, fuck face, you killed my sister. 
I'm yeah. gonna kill you. Happens to have an apple in his hand. He fucking destroys it, and he's like, "I'm gonna destroy you like this apple." And then, an insult to injury, his friends go, "Oh, he says, how dare you come here dressed like that?" Because she's actually yeah. wearing clothes that actually fit. She's the only person in this whole fucking movie that's not wearing clothes two sizes too large. That's why she was. They, they were. They were insulted by that. Wow! Like, how dare you wear form fitting clothes? Wow! And she's like, "The better to fuck you up." And she leaps up on the oil barrels, and they're like chasing each other across these oil barrels. And he's like, he can't catch me. It's fucked. It's, he's, it's, like, he's like hopping around like a cat. Yeah, you get those first person views, like a fucking crazy Star Wars, a Star Trek episode, and and then finally she delivers because her end move uh, as well is a roundhouse kick. But he sells the shit out of it. Like he gets that roundhouse kick to his jaw. He, like, flips backward into a uh, box because it's a warehouse. Every fight takes place in some kind of warehouse. Right. And so it's, like, this tall, stacked-up uh, boxes. He goes back first into one of the boxes and falls over, like, bends over a drum. Like, the stunt people in this, I, props. I'm sorry I didn't catch your names, but huge pops to these stuntmen because, fuck, that looked uncomfortable. And just as she's about, I don't know, she's going to kill him? No. No, she's at nothing nine. was gonna happen. What was gonna well, happen after this? I would have killed, killed my sister. I mean, come on. Nick shows up just in time because he's always he's stalking her, and he he arrests her. He's like, no. He was just driving around in the warehouses because you know shady shit happens in the warehouses all the time. And who te- who who breaks? Did she tell him that the eagle? She explains. She kung fu explains to him about the eagle technique. She's like, yeah, that's what happens. She, she goes. Look, it's not a kid giving hickeys, asshole. It's the fucking eagle technique. I can tell by the position of the bruises on the neck. And he's like, I got something to tell you, Christy. Yeah. I also am a martial artist. And I know a guy who could tell us what's really going on with these bruises. Yeah. And this is where we start breaking into like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and let you in on some confidential police information. And he just starts spilling the beans, like just giving away all this fucking sensitive material. It's like, hey, do you want to know what's going on in this trial and that trial? You can have access to all of it. I don't give a fuck. She's practically a a detective now. Yeah. He's like, who cares? Well, they've bonded over Kung Fu. Yeah. So she takes this information back home. She's hanging out. Christy. Uh, hanging out with the Red Dragon Buzz, and she's like, "Yeah, I've been working with the police. We're gonna try to figure out who Christy, you know, got Chris Karen." Uh, but you know, they're they don't got they're not arresting anybody. It's like, is that that's not how the cops operate? They don't just go out and arrest people. And even if uh, they do, how how are you gonna feel good knowing it's the wrong person? Fucking yeah, New that, York Five, yeah, all tell that to those guys. What was that? Central Park Five, Central yeah. Park Five, all over again. And they're like, Chrissy, fuck that shit. I, I get that your sister died, but we need to make some money. Money. I just set up a fight with Rako and the Maniacs. Oh, no, that's not how it happened at all, dude. They're like, know. you know, <laughs> I do the Maniacs. No, I love the Maniacs because they're like, dude, the other day I was hanging out at uh, at the diner. And this this fucking shit just starts messing with the, with the little blonde woman. And so I stepped in and said, hey, buddy, stop it. And look at this. And he reveals the oh, hickey. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't really put all that in yeah, there. I totally forgot. Yeah. Keep explaining. It's funny. The movie's forgettable. So. Um, 
unforgettable. <laughs> unforgettable. So, yeah, he's, he reveals the hickey, and she's just like, motherfuck, that's the same one that Karen had on her. So she's like, set it up right now. Let's go meet the maniacs. This is kind of like a weird fight, though, because they arrive, and they're just like, what do you want with the, like, the, the, what do, what do you even call them? The coordinators? What? Stunt coordinators? No, 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 no. The, the people who are, oh, like, officiating, the, you know, I guess. Whatever, officiators. I yeah. don't care. The guys running the fucking fight clubs, the fat goombas. Uh, They're like, we don't want no part of this shit. We just like watching people fight to the death. Yeah. We don't want cops involved or anything here. Yeah. Like, before they leave, Christy tells uh, the Red Dragons, call Nick. Let him know we're going to be here. So that's why he shows up to this one. Okay. But, yeah, they, the, the, the officials, after the betting happens, Christy's just like, no, I just want you to answer why you fucking killed my sister. And the officials are like, no, nope, we're done with this. <laughs> Take their money back, and they just bugger off. Guys, this is getting too real for us. We just want, we're just going to watch two people kill them, kill each other. We we don't want to get involved with murder. Yeah, and but, so they take off, and she's like, Rako, who's the head of the main. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to kill you. Do they even fight? No, I don't even remember. Rako is pissed that because uh, like Lee Lee's like, his friend. You? Yeah, Lee's his friend, and he's yeah, like, he might be the biggest rapist in town. It might be every everyone calls him Lee the rapist. Yeah, but he's my friend. And I don't like that. Le Rapist is uh, his nickname on the streets. And how dare you besmirch the honor of my f- rapist friend. Yeah. He might he might rape, but he doesn't kill. Cool stunt here. He fucking throws a, a, a caster chair at him. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then she kicks totally, it back. Yeah, I totally blanked out on the scene. He's running, and he fucking like jumps yeah, they're just, off They're of like it. passing the, like an office chair back was, and forth. It was super cool. It was a good scene. And then he's like, fuck this shit, and he steps on it, and then throws a kick out at her yeah it, it was cool and then they just go through the motions she does a spin move you know and then yeah. she beats up Rico. and then what do you know nick arrives because he's got fucking low jack on her car he's like stalking the fuck out of her well again the red dragons told her told him to come and he's like i don't know if i told you this or not but i i know martial arts christy yeah and i know a guy who knows all about techniques so while he's busting everybody in the rival gang but not the Red Dragons and not Christy. Well, because they're fun-loving criminals. They're just, they're just kids. Yeah. They're just a couple kids. Yeah, there's horseplay. So, so they're like, you guys go free. These fucking <laughs> goons, the maniacs, yeah, they're going downtown. We're going we're gonna to get them raped tonight. <laughs> so, uh, so he goes to his, 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 his personal Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. And he shows them some photos of these. these he's like, no, this is, this is Dragon Claw. This is not Eagle Claw. Mikey, come here. And he starts demonstrating the techniques and what they're used for. This is very useful. And he's like, let me tell you, only three Americans are ever allowed to yeah. learn the dragon. Claw. He gives them the three examples. Well, it was like Eagle, Praying Mantis, and like... Yeah, he shows all of them. Yeah, he's Tiger Claw. He shows all the yeah, different tiger. techniques. Like, he's like, no, no, you idiots! It's, eagle, that's that Eagle Claw. That's yeah. how you do it. He's like, it's none of them. And they're like, oh, fuck, we're nowhere closer. And he's like, you're very much closer. <laughs> It's only one style that three people in America that all happen to be located in this county <laughs> know about. That were allowed to use. And I taught every one of them. It is called Dragon Claw. Dragon Claw. And I will give you their names and their phone numbers. And their addresses. <laughs> and That's like, the fuck out of them. They're like, wow, thanks. So Nick and Christy going on a Just little adventure. Don't tell them I sent you. <laughs> is there a reward? No. Oh, 
Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so they go out to check it out. Mike, Nick, and Chrissy split up because there's three people, three names. Check it well, out. Well, the two go together to check one out. Then Mike goes out to check his own. Like the first, the first person that Nick and Christy go to check out, it's the guy's not even home. This nosy neighbor. Oh, what are you guys doing? She's not a nosy neighbor. Yeah, she she runs the neighborhood <laughs> watch. I'm Holga, and I run the the, the she's neighborhood Edna watch. She's Edna Kravitz from Bewitched, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And they're like, "We're we're looking for Lou or whoever the fuck the guy's name was." Oh, yeah, he hasn't been here in months. I take care of his dog. Uh, See, he just stepped in some of his shit. <laughs> and he's like, oh, fuck. Uh, and wipes scene it Scene over. <laughs> Let's go to Mike. How's Mike faring? Mike, he's like, hey. He, he's muscling some little kid. Yeah, some fat kid's like, uh. Like, I'm looking for Fred. <laughs> That's my dad. Dad. And this fucking dad happens to be waiting little, there. This guy's like so. This guy, there's no way this guy's a martial art. He's yeah. like this fucking fat, like, like hobo looking motherfucker. He looks so. Is he, he like missing every limb? He's like in a wheelchair. Yeah. And he's got like no arms and legs. I mean, I don't know what the fuck happened. I want to know his story. I want to know his story too. How does a guy who knows Dragon Claw let that happen? I guess I'm gonna say diabetes. Undefeatable, terrible title, <laughs> great universe. We want to know. You know more. what's not undefeatable? Diabetes because yeah. you lost limbs. <laughs> <laughs> that could be why you lost it. So Mike's like, "All right, you're not it." So. Yeah. And finally, they have to check on the last name. This is going to be Nick and Christy again. They end up in some dojo where the nerdiest dude. He's got like <laughs> yeah, a bull cut and a mustache. <laughs> he just looks wimpy as all hell. Everybody does in here. Yeah. Except for fucking uh, Paul and Nick. Yeah. So they walk in, and Nick immediately is just like, "Look, here's what I want." I need this information. Paul's not there. I need this information. And they're like, yeah, well, the master's not here. And it just so happens that uh, Christy went around to the back. I want to know what illegal stuff is the master up to that he's got to take off. Like, he can't talk to the cops. I have no fucking clue. (laughs) So... So he tries, yeah, he tries to sneak out the back. But then Christy, of course, she's got to cover. She's practically a cop now. Yeah. And she's like, hey, asshole... Beats the kid, the fuck out of this guy, who's a master of Dragon Claw, apparently. No or, problem. Well, she's a master of Eagle Claw. Yeah. I guess Eagle Trump's Dragon. I don't Eagle know. Trump's Dragon. She's a, she's a master of Godzilla Claw. So a huge fight breaks out. You know, fucking uh, uh, Christy goes 1v1 with the master, and uh, Nick takes out the other five. He takes out the, his entire crew easily. And we get a little funny scene where the guys are all laid out on the pads, like Nick had destroyed all of yeah. them. And they're like, oh. Who's Phil? There, he's Phil. And, and Phil's just like, you fucking sellouts. And they're like, honest, we know nothing about I mean, we're, yeah, we're doing a child sex ring in the back, but we had nothing to do with anybody getting their eyes poked out. I'm like, all right, we believe you. So finally, you know, we, we skipped over the scene, and it's no problem, but when uh, Christy's sister died... Uh, we get a reveal of the psychiatrist, and Nick meets Jennifer, the psychiatrist, and he's like, "Oh shit, uh, let me get your information." You know, I'll yes, because you. not only is she a psychiatrist, she's a teacher at the school yeah. that Karen went to in abnormal psychology. Abnormal psychology. So Nick's like, you know, looking over the evidence, and he's just like. Fuck, man. Basically, he just has pictures of dead bodies sprawled out. Mike, yeah, Mike comes in, and he's just like, 
hey man, what you looking at? He's like, well, I called in that psychiatrist. He's like, ooh, hot. And he's like, these are dead bodies, Mike. Uh, yeah. Some respect. The, I, Mike's kind of a goofball, <laughs> but this is what really took the cake here. And so, um, yeah, Mike's like, oh, shit, those are a lot of dead bodies. The psychiatrist? Okay, that's cool. Hey, check this out. Dude, <laughs> tickets to the balls tonight. They're on the West Coast. It's like, fuck, man, are they out? He's like, I man, hope. I got tickets to the Harlem Globetrotters, the hottest <laughs> game in town. <laughs> Fifth row, midsection, whatever it was. Center. And, and uh, yeah, the psychiatrist. Like, and then, he, but it worked because you could see Nick was so bummed because he's like, "Fuck, I gotta, I gotta do this fucking murder case." Yeah. You're having the time of your life with the Harlem Globetrotters. He's like, "I hope they throw real water on you instead of confetti." Oh shit! Well, that's going on. Doctor Simmons shows up. Doctor yeah. Jennifer Simmons. She walks in, and you see Mikey. He's just like, "Oh, Auga. So he hits her quickly. He's like, "Hey, how do you like basketball?" She's like, Globetrotters are bust. And he's like, all right. But Nick is just cock-blocking because he, I th- this is where I think he's his heart lies. Well, I think because he gave up on Christy because Christy wanted nothing to do with him. So he's like, next best thing. Cause it- Maybe he didn't like the challenge. Maybe. So he was just like, no, I'm going to go with this other lady who yeah. also knows Kung Fu later on. <laughs> yes, well, everybody in town is a redhead, wears floral dresses, and knows, and knows Kung Fu. Kung- <laughs> and it's a very small town. Close-knit. It's very peaks. small town. And there was a lot of Twin Peaks vibes <laughs> when he, the, the name Anna bothered me because of where's Annie from Twin. Uh, I don't remember if that was first or second season, but there was a lot of where's Annie. Oh, well, if only they had found the log lady. She probably could have told him where Paul was. There was even the Bob moment when he's wearing the jean jacket and beats up Bear. Or did I say Paul? I meant Bob. Yeah. Okay. Okay, never mind. You so she care. gives him the deets on, on, on serial killer. I just don't remember. She gives him the deets on the serial killer. She's like, look, this killer obviously has a type. Every victim's young, petite, red hair, floral dress. It's likely some kind of wanting to revenge. All serial killers are trying to make up for some kind of trauma in their life and getting yeah. revenge. Either their sister, their mother... Their girlfriend, their wife, and then it all starts falling into place. All of it. And so he's just like, oh, that's really interesting. Do you have any patients that may have been talking about someone abusive in this kind of relationship? And she's like, it's the funniest thing. I think I I think I have a couple of them. Yeah, uh, Anna, I think her name was. Yeah, let me go back and I'll pull up the file. I'll give you a, I'll give you a ring. And so, you know. We haven't, guys, we haven't seen Paul in like a half an hour, so, we've, so we cut back to Paul. We we follow Jennifer back to the office, yeah. you know. She's talking to the secretary. He's like, yeah. have you pulled up those files on Anna for me? Yeah. Will do, boss. Well, that's going on. Paul, and we know Paul, he he doesn't do shit around the house, but he loves answering the mail. And answering the mail? He, well, actually, he doesn't even love doing that because there's a lot I of mail. Kn- I would knock. There's about a week's worth he's, of mail. He's very cheesed about that mail, though. And he's looks like bills, bills. Ah, fuck this shit. He sees the fucking Atlantic. Goddamn college fucking bills, debts. <laughs> college. How bills. am I going to pay for this shit, Anna? We need Bernie Sanders. And then he notices there's a a bill from a psychiatrist. He's like, oh, Anna shit. doesn't go to psychiatrist. I, I'm turf. I'm the most stable genius no. in the world. I don't use a psychiatrist. So who the fuck's using a psychiatrist? Paul, the Paul, the, uh, the the fucking character in the movie knows that, but we, the audience, know that Anna told him. My psychiatrist said, 
And so he's like, Putting yeah, it all together. He's going a little, a little ape shit here. So he just fucking makes a beeline to Doctor Simmons' office while yeah. that's going on. There's a lot of like people. It's like a fucking three's company episode. It, people are just missing each yeah, other. Yeah, it's it's all the universes are collapsing. The small town is becoming a fucking mouse hole. And so Nick, as luck would have it, Nick and the doctor show up at Paul's house. Yeah, and they see there's that half cooked steak laying there. Like, they, <laughs> they already have a warrant to arrest them apparently because they break in. No, they just don't fucking care. They're just like, <laughs> oh, they just don't care. I mean, okay. she's like, I'm a cop now too. You know? So, yeah. and he deputized everybody. And the Paul's not home. They check it out. And... Well, this wasn't Christy. This was the doctor. Right. Okay. And well, she's deputized too. Yes, and you said so, deputize everybody. Yeah, no, I said it. And so <laughs> they see that Paul's not home, and so they're like, "I guess they got to go. Let's go back to the office." They like look at all the pictures and everything. They confirm that Anna, or not, Anna, yeah, Anna, was that was her boyfriend. I don't, I don't know how that really helped them outside the fact that like, well, they saw fucking how insane he looked in a picture, and they were like. <laughs> This is a killer, right? All, here. all the pictures are the same close-ups we've been seeing the whole <laughs> movie. Staring like a madman. They see, see the raw steak on the floor. So uh, yeah, they, they and they find. How do they find out that he works for Lou? I think there was like uh, a picture of him and Lou on the wall as well. Okay, and they're like, yeah, and Christie's like, I, I know, I know that asshole. He he runs yeah. the like second see, tier. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to get into his league, but he's a dick. Yeah, he's like the B league or something. His name's Lou. Let's check him out. Yeah. So they go, they go over to Lou's, and uh, once again, they miss each other. Lou yep. is this. He's there, and he's, he's at his office talking to Paul, and Paul's like. <laughs> Not right now. I'm very busy. I'm in my secret fuck warehouse. <laughs> he's like, and, yeah, but I got that, that those guys in Philly, Rocky Balboa. Yeah. And he's just like, I cannot talk right now. The you Italian hear, stallion. You hear muffling in the background. Oh, help me. And he's just like, I'm in my fuck warehouse. And so Lou is like, <laughs> you I got to go. You don't disturb me when I'm at my fuck pad. And he's just like, all right. Hangs up. He's like, this is. This this is too great a deal. I have to talk to him in person. Yeah. So he books it right out of his office. So he tells the secretary, "I'm going to be at the fuck warehouse. You know yeah. where that is." And anybody asks, "I'm at the fuck." Pad. Again, Three's Company. As he leaves, we see fucking <laughs> what's her name and fucking what's Christy his name. And Nick show up to his office and they're grilling the secretary and she's and like, she- "Oh my god, isn't he a fucking hunk? Like, ugh, he could bend me over this desk right now." And, and I would- then. I'd be okay with that. She wants to fuck everybody. She wants to fuck Nick. She's like, she's like, can you like she tell Lou like we've been here anything for you, big boy? Oh my god! And it's like this old lady. It's like I ain't fucking you. Yeah. And he did. He did smile. He was very well, happy. Well, about it the is. Compliment. A, it's compliment. You take a yeah. compliment. Well, Chrissy's been like blue balling them all movie. Well, right. He's like, finally, somebody wants to fuck. Yeah. Me. He's like, I was thinking I was ugly. So Lou shows up at the rape pad, and he notices he there's like a fish tank. The, the the fuck pad just has one creepy red light dangling. Like you <laughs> see the light just, and then he's got that that fish tank well, right it's, in it's the a, foyer. It's a place to rape people. It has to be creepy by it definition. Be creepy I shit. mean, yeah. You, you know. So he knows. Yeah, he's like, huh? He, I know Paul doesn't like fish. I know that he's a piece of steak man. Yeah, he's a steak. And, <laughs> he's a steak. 
and then he's like, "What? Wait, what the fuck is it? What? What is he feeding these the, goddamn this, fish?" This shot was kind of cool because you get it from the other side of the fish tank, and then uh, Lou's on the other side, and you're like, "What is he looking at?" And then it pans down to the bottom, and there's fucking eyeballs in it. Oh, lot of eyeballs floating there. At least two dozen. Yeah, and that freaks Lou out, obviously. And then Paul comes in. Hey. Leave my eyeballs alone. <laughs> and he's like, hey, sure, sure, kid. Whatever you say. Uh, 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 how about that, that fight in Philly? I-, I told you, don't bother me at my rape pad. Yeah. He's like, I just noticed those legs in that trash can over there. And I just wanted to tell you, your new art pieces are looking magnificent. I love them. Let's get you on Broadway. Is that where you take art pieces? No. Broadway? Oh, I don't know. No, that's for like theater stuff. Well, like, Paul is a theater in himself. Okay. Nice save. And so, <laughs> so Nick, what, who does he just miss? I can't even remember. It's so convoluted. It, it's like it a really goddamn is. Andy Sedaris movie. We're, we're, we're crossing past so much here. So they actually arrive uh, near the warehouse. It's like, I. I, I how could they not find this warehouse? You, you know your perp, Paul. Look for Paul's name, what he owns, go to that warehouse. But instead, they end up like in a parking lot where they find Lou's body. I think I think he got called in by the by like the uh, medical staff or something, you know, because okay. they found a dead body, like his other police people. And so they show oh, yeah, up. Lou found the body of Trailer Anna. Yeah, she was like in a freezer. She was in a trash can. I thought it was like was it? I thought it was like a big freezer. No, it was a trash can. Okay, well, she was trashy. So yeah, she, she belongs. <laughs> wow. Okay. And so, hey, don't wear a floral dress. And so, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I guess he just kills Lou off camera. Does he kill Lou on camera? I, I'm no, totally, it, was, it was off camera. Okay, I'm totally blanking on this movie Dude. for some reason. Uh, well, it's, it's kinda... so convoluted. I can't keep track of it. When you start switching perspectives so much, yeah, it gets kind of. And why is it so convoluted? So the doctor gets a hold of Nick And she lets them know about Anna And everything And she's like Look I want you to know Anna's safe Yeah She's not wearing a floral print dress She's okay Yeah And he's like great And then uh, She calls him from her office right Because Paul shows up It's her office She's like She sent me perfume So now she spritzes herself In Anna's scent (laughs) And then she's like She sent me a floral dress So I put that on She sent me some flowers And everything Lilacs her favorite so I uh, yeah, I am we forgot looking... to mention yeah lilacs is also plays yeah a part in so it. I am looking very much like Anna right now and, and she like, walks out into the her, like uh, waiting room and her, her she's like Betty Betty is that narcolepsy kicking in again why are you sleeping <laughs> on the job and it's like and then you see she's got the marks on her neck oh shit and it's like, oh snap and tiny then, little blood trail out of her mouth and then Paul Anna and he grabs her and like she fights wasn't she yeah. So she, we learned that she knows some kung fu too, because everybody in this town knows a little bit of. Kung yeah, fu. they get back to his warehouse. There, there was another. See, the, we didn't talk about it, but there was the other girl who was chained up in the warehouse yeah, I forget, I lost when he had the her. samurai, when he had the katana out, and he was like practicing moves with her <laughs> chain, and that's that, when the yeah, girl was that, like topless. That's what looked like a Motley Crue video. To me. Yeah, it totally, did. Yeah, it really did. Like him practicing the katana. She, was, was, wasn't she the one that was in the garbage can? Yes, she okay. w- she was the one in the garbage. Okay, that was I don't know how we left that out, but we that's did. that's fine. So, uh, yeah, so he takes Anna back to the rape pad. Yeah, and and then the straight uh, then 
Anna genius itchy because she's chained up like like he loves to do to his victim. She, yeah, she puts up a little fight and then she pulls he, a move straight out of Friday the Thirteenth Part me- Two. Yeah, he goes totally fucking. If you uh, see Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, you know the move. She pretends she is Anna, and she's like, "Hey, baby, I need you." You you know you want me to make one of those raw steaks for you. Oh, don't you want me to make a raw steak and put on some tea for you? And he's like, yeah, Anna. And then and then how how does it? it turn, I don't think she becomes his mom. Well, she goes to the fridge. She starts calling her mommy. I think. Yeah, yeah. you're right. She goes she, to the fridge and she's gonna make a bolt, bolt for it. And he's like onto her and he grabs. Yeah, her. and then he freaks out again over nothing. And he's like, you'll never leave me, mommy. Never. Yeah. And then she's like, ah, I she, saw Friday the 13th Part 2 where she pretended to be Jason's mom. Yeah, she's So she puts on a moldy sweater just like, like in Friday the 13th Part 2. No, she doesn't do that. And she she goes, you listen to your mommy. Mommy? You, yeah, she does. She does say that shit. She's like. I'm your mommy. You, you go and get some groceries. I'm going to make you a raw steak. Yeah, that, that was, that so was we, very interesting. I like how they piece that together on like a lot of the things they piece together in this movie. It's like. Whatever you say, mommy, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She tapped into something serious. She's a psychiatrist, so but of course he does she did. chain her back up. He before he leaves, he's like, "I got to chain you up, mom. You know how it is." And he says very creepy things into her ear, like, "Mom, we're gonna have some fun later." And I was like, "Oh boy, what is happening here?" Oedipus, like you said, just wants and to fuck his mom. So he leaves to the grocery store. I'm gonna say it's the same store that got held up in the beginning of the movie. I believe that is true. And the doctor... Her cell phone just happens to ring. Yeah, and I was shocked. In 94, she had a... Well, we didn't see the cell phone. We didn't. But I was expecting a giant brick phone. Yeah. But but it fit nicely in her little purse. She manages to kick it to herself. Kicks it. Yeah, she can't grab... Her hands are chained up above her head, so she can't grab it. She kicks it open. It's a flip phone. And Christy is like, Hey, Dr. 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 Anna Jennifer Simmons... <laughs> Where you at? Where you at, dog? And she's like, I'm at this rate pad. It's located at so and so and so and so. And she's like, gives the full address. Tell Nick, will do. So Christy hangs up, <laughs> calls the police, lets them know, hey man, there's some fucked up shit happening at this pad. Yeah. And but she still shows up and takes where the, where the cops still at the donut shop. They don't have time. So Christy beats him to yeah. the fuck pad. And she walks in. She's unchaining fucking uh, what's her name uh, Jennifer, and she's just you know taking her sweet ass time. And then they hear the door jiggle. It's a fucking open ass warehouse. So I don't know how Paul doesn't immediately see him, but he comes in with the groceries. And by this point, apparently, Christy has freed Jennifer. And she's hiding behind the lampshade, so no one's ever going to see her. And uh, Christy has put herself in the cuffs, but she's got her back turned. Ah, yes. Yeah. She's not wearing a floral dress, but she should be. Yeah, she's wearing the leathers. Yeah. As always. And Paul comes in, and he's he's immediately like, Mom, I got all the groceries. All of them. Got you some salami, Mommy. What? Is going on, and because he's noticing that she's wearing something different, and she, then so fucking Christy that's, does that's like not that a floral dress. Yeah, she does like this flip over, kicks him in the chest, and then this huge fight breaks out. And as luck would have it, not only does well, we know that Paul has his katana, but wouldn't you know it? There happened to be some Klingon swords just happened to be happened to be there, and we get. 
I didn't see it in the movie, but I saw it in the trailer. There was some fucking weak ass like special effects where they were trying to make no, it look like sparks. There, that wasn't in the movie, but it yeah. was in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. They put they added sparks into it the trailer. It looked like it reminded me of the Hercules when uh, Lou Ferrigno punched people and it'd be a spark. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was that chintzy looking. Big time. And it they, was really bad. They smartened up and didn't put it in the movie. So, yeah. But they're like going back with the Klingon sword. She's got like hers are really weird because they got the Klingon like blade where her hand is, and then they have a hook. Yeah, it's a cane with like a crescent. And it doesn't uh, look sharp uh, at all. Handguard. And they're just going back and forth. Yeah, they get they get like the weapon knocked out of her hand and stuff, but it's looking like Chrissy's uh turning a corner and starting to get Paul because uh Jennifer's playing distraction too. Right. And just as that happens, fucking Nick comes in. It scares tries, Paul. Well, he tries to, like, steal her thunder. Like, she's just about to beat Paul. Yeah. And he's like, I can't let a woman no. show me up. So he just starts shooting randomly at Paul. Yeah. Paul finds a gun from I don't know where. Shoots Mikey. Shoots Mikey in the throat. Of course Mikey He's all about him. the throat, man. If he's not, like, oh, yeah. he's not tiger dragon clawing your throat, yeah. he's shooting you in the throat. That's it. And thankfully, I think Mikey dies. Thankfully. Well, he's such a prick. Well, he's got such a baggy shirt on. They probably he, caught him. And he's just like, like uh, and then like, Nick's like, hang in there, buddy. Uh, are you going to use his Harlem Globetrotter tickets? No. And he's like, oh, you can have Please them. take them. And he's like, yes, I can get Christy with these. <laughs> and then he just, he just slowly, without, like, when Christy's not looking, he snaps Mike's neck. He wants to make sure he gets these tickets. <laughs> and he's like, Mike's dead. Mm, all right. So, so they take Jennifer to the hospital. She's traumatized. Traumatized. So she's got to be in the hospital. I don't know what happened. To they her. get the twenty-four hour guards and everything for. Yeah. Well, not well, my lunch hour. Yeah, I'm a twenty-three hour guard exactly. asshole because he makes sure to let everyone know. I take two-hour lunches. And this scene abruptly ends and abruptly ends up in the hospital. So we're not skipping over anything here. It just goes from. <laughs> Mikey's dead to the hospital to the and guard. I don't even know what's wrong with the doctor, but she's yeah. dead. He has to be in a hospital. Well, that was a traumatizing. And I love how like he got well, she got kicked in the chest like nine times. How traumatizing was it? Because they're cracking jokes. Mikey, his partner for like how many years is dead. Yeah, it's and they're point. like cracking jokes. Hey, got you some tea. I will say she she takes like five different kicks to the chest and face. But so she's a martial artist, like she should be able to take that. I don't know. Bear she must have got even... trained by Wu, the master of the dragon. Yeah, and yeah. So <laughs> they go, so they go. Hey, tell the guard. Hey, watch her twenty four hours, and that's when he drops the classic line, like "Not my lunch yeah. hour." I will. So we, we once again, and like this entire movie, just as they leave. Paul shows yeah, up. Yeah. It's what it always is. It's all, he's so sneaky. He's like a snake in the grass. And he's dressed like a doctor. He's got the mask on, the surgery mask. He looks perfect. And then the joker of a guard is like, what up, Doc? What up, Doc? Dead. And then I'm like, glad. Thank God he killed that motherfucker. Yeah, and then sucked. And then while they're... they're the, the fl- Wouldn't you know it? As it always happens, the elevator's always super slow. Yeah. So Christy's like, hey, man, I got my Fitbit. Let's, let's use the, the stairs. stairs. And he's like, good idea. And when they're halfway down, he's like, oh, my fuck. sunglasses. My fucking wraparounds, man. <laughs> I need those for the glare from the Harlem Globetrotter. You know, we're yeah. the fifth row. It's going to be blinding. I need those. All right, we'll go back and get them. They show up. Room's empty except for that fucking annoying guard who's got his throat slashed. Ugh. He's just in a pool of blood. They're like, whatever. We got to go get the doctor. And they look. They notice right in the uh, 
end of the hallway. They see this guy hauling ass with this woman. They're like, it's fucking Paul Stingray. Because now he's Stingray. Yeah. Because he's so fast. So fast. So slippery. They're just telling tales about him. God. And so so murderous. Is, wouldn't you know it? Not only is this a hospital, it's also dry cleaners and a <laughs> warehouse. Because they're like, hey, stop. And then for some reason, Paul stops. Yeah. And he whips out his fucking. Co- he got. He has the the replica knife that the killer from Cobra has. Yes, he does. And he's all about. He's licking all up and down this yeah, knife. Yeah, look for that tomorrow. And it's kind of creeping out everybody, but <laughs> but it's enough of a distraction that Doctor Simmons gets away. Yes. And at this time, I also want to point out that. Christy can't fight because her arm's in a sling. Because she got slashed by the katana in the yes. fight earlier. So her arm's in a sling. But she's sort of ready to kick ass. She has to. But she's like, Nick, you take this. Yeah, she, she's like, I'll take a back seat. I'll make sure Jennifer gets away. And guys, this is where the craziest fight scene of all time starts. We get Nick, Paul, standoff. Oh, it's good. Paul's got the fucking cobra knife licking it, licking it like a fucking lollipop. And they go, they come together. And Nick, he's, he's Eagle Claw, I guess. I guess he's Eagle Claw. He's so he, he, Mantis, he, I don't know. Eagle Claw's the fuck. Yeah. Uh, so much so on Paul. Not only does he rip off a, a handful of the, the doctor's jacket. He gets the, the shirt puppy underneath. polo. He gets the fucking doctor's coat. He and gets, he gets the and, arm. And he gets the fucking, uh, fucking wife beater shirt he had underneath. Yeah. This is a literal wife beater because we know what Paul's up to. Oh, boy. And he rips out. And then he just like stares at it. And he throws it away. And then he notices he got, while that exchange happened, he got cut by the fucking knife. Yeah. So they're like, he's like, shit, I paid fucking 30 bucks for this shirt. I'm not letting somebody Dude, cut it up. He So fucking, we get Nick, and he's just like, oh my God, you know what time it is. It's Steve James time. And he fucking rips off his shirt. And man, I, I got to say, these two men are fucking built. And, well, I heard a story, I think it was IMDb, where these guys worked out so hard to get in the shape they were. They're like, no, we're going to do this scene shirtless because we got to show this shit off. Yeah. And good move, guys. Because fucking, this is where I, I even wrote on a tweet for this episode, the petroleum jelly budget was through the roof because these guys were glistening. Oh, it's-, it's so funny. They both had so many layers of clothes on, yet when they took it off, <laughs> just fucking layers <laughs> of gel. And I want to point out, I noticed we said earlier that Nick had hairy chest, totally hairless. Hairless now. now. Why? Because, dude, if you've ever had a dragon claw rip out some chest hair, that's some of the worst pain <laughs> of all time. So he came prepared. He got waxed, and he was ready to go. It, it, it's like uh, swimmers who shave their head bald. Exactly. You know, He's like, I'm a fighter. I'm going to go ahead and shave this shit bald. And they just go back and forth. They got the, they're both wearing some nice dress slacks, yeah. and they're just going back and forth. Kicking each other's asses. But you could clearly see that Paul has got the upper edge. He's well, got because that, he's insane. Yeah, he's got. I was going to say, he's got that insanity level. So that's when finally Cynthia, we're like, what have you been up to? Jennifer's clearly Well, sick. yeah, because he's got like uh, Nick P. 
pinned against the wall, and the knife's coming close to his throat. Yeah. And like Chrissy's like, uh, I gotta save this loser. So she grabs a towel because it's a laundry room for some <laughs> right. reason. It's a dry cleaner laundry room warehouse. <laughs> and so she and hospital. <laughs> so she fucking uses she it. She swings it around. Yeah, swings it around, and then grabs the arm that's holding the the cobra knife, and then rips, rips the arm away. And then the knife goes flying. I think. Yeah, so now they're like starting this kind of like three-way fight where he is Paul is so enraged. He's like I got to beat her, then I got to beat him. He's like going back and forth. Like he he's doing a good job though. He's holding his own. Yeah. And uh, that's when finally he thinks he's got Christy cornered. And I, I I believe it's like right near that claw machine. There just happens to be a claw machine. Well, before that happens, Nick Grab, I think I think he's about to like do something to Chrissy. Nick grabs um, Paul, slams his head. I think it was like a coat hook on a wall. That's right, yeah. So he slams and takes out one of Paul's eyes. Yes. So Paul's missing one eye at this time. I knew I was missing something, but I was like, I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> and then, there, like I said, this is the, I think it's the dry cleaners, too, because they have a conveyor belt system that's yeah. like 20 feet in the air on top it, of it's, it. It gets up there. And there's like a, a contraption that has a hook on it, and they just slam Paul's other eye onto the hook of this contraption, and then they hit the lever, and it just starts raising him up like twenty feet in the air. Oof. He's like dangling by his eye socket. Yeah, gruesome fucking way to go, but not too gruesome that you can't make jokes. Oh my god! Because not only we get, we get both of our heroes rattle off some great fucking jokes. Yeah, do you want me to do the? I'll do. I'll do the Nick line. I think it's uh, we'll keep an eye on you, Stingray. That's that was Christie's line. Oh, and then really? Nick goes, "Yeah, see ya." I did it backwards, but oh well. You see, because he see he can't see because he has no eyes. Yeah. It's eye jokes, man. That's great. And it's like, all right, we get we. This is it. The fight's over. Doctor Simmons is fine. Everybody's fine. Anna's fine. We have a touching scene at the grave of Karen. They got the radio on. They hear that Bernie's been elected. Everyone's like, "All right, Bernie. red dragons," and they're. Their best leather outfits and baggy jeans. Mourning this poor woman. And not so much more they can't still crack some jokes. Oh, yeah. Because they're like, she's like, look, guys, I'm disbanding the Red Dragons. You guys yeah. are useless, first of all. <laughs> but I, this, I'm this, i done. Finally, she's seen the light. Nick yeah. has like, talked her out of fighting. Are they going to fuck now? I, I don't know. Exactly. I, I don't, don't know what they were. Her. No, I think it's to- you're, you're so wrong. She's not into him. No. He is totally into her because he got turned down by Dr. Simmons. That was a cut scene. Uh, yeah, probably. And so somewhere. he's like, really? You know, and, she's, and then he's like, the guys are like, well, what are we going to do? He's like, you're going back to school. Yeah, don't worry about it. I enrolled you all yeah, in school. Yeah, apparently you can enroll people in school without them knowing it. And this was this was the nineties. You could do that. So they're all like, and they're like, well, oh, "We're too shit. smart for school." They all laugh. It's great. It's fun. And they're then 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 Nick's like, "Guess what, asshole?" Well, they're like, "What about you? What are you gonna She's do?" Like, I don't need school. That's for nerds. Exactly. And Nick's like, "Guess what? <laughs> I enrolled you." <laughs> and then this is a perfect moment to have like a freeze frame where they just laugh like, <laughs> "So good, so good." Good thing Bernie was elected. So enjoy all that student debt. Yeah. And so that's it, guys. The, they go back to school and they become productive members of society. Boom. That was something. Whoa. My God. It's a I, lot of. That's not a lot of Cynthia Rothrock, considering she's on the fucking title. No. So I think we need to do another movie with another. Two female leads this time, Griff. 
I picked out the perfect movie for next week. Two female leads, and not only are the two leads. This is if you if you're a fan of the show, and of course you're you're listening. We're gonna finally do. It's been a while since we've been to Andy Land. Yeah. By Andy Land, I mean Andy Sedaris Land. People. Ooh yeah. We've had how long have we gone? We haven't seen up some breasts in a like, hot tub in a long time. <laughs> it's been at least seven months. So we're gonna do the final movie in the Donna and Taryn saga because after this they broke up the pair. Dar- Taryn went on to do something else. Savage Beach. Ooh. And did I mention, guys, our man Al Leong is in this movie. What? Al's yep. in it? Oh, my Al God. Al Leong awesome. is in this movie. So next week, we're going to take a hot ticket to the oh. Savage Beach. Beach. So be ready for that guy. Be ready for boobs. Be ready for hot tubs. And be ready for, you know, keeping it warm. Yeah. All right.